0: Welcome, everyone, to Squared Circle Rewind, episode 41, where we review WCW Great American Bash 1991. And as we get started, we are going to our new segment where we
1: talk about some current events. With that being said, Hillbilly Jim was announced as the Hall of Fame. I throughout this whole time thought he was the Hall of Fame already. I also thought he was in the Hall I of Fame. I legit thought he was in the Hall of Fame. So yes. when they announced him I was caught off guard. But that's the big of the big news this week. Congratulations, Congratulations to him. I don't know if I should speak about it it's it's not really televised yet. But it's all over the internet and that's the NXT North American Championship that's coming, at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Cool. Which will be contested or I guess it'll be debuting after a six man ladder match.
0: That's a pretty good way to to bring cool. in a title.
1: NXT takeover never ever fails to disappoint. Yep. But Hail Billy Jim,
0: Hall of Fame. Good for him. Congratulations, Hail Billy. Well deserved. Well, well deserved. Moved. Well deserved. Rock those coveralls. I really hope he wears the coveralls. <laughs> o- over a tux, of course. Well, now that Hall of Fame's got a good old country boy. That's right. Yep.
1: That's right. And then we go.
0: And now we're going to lead into some beneficial facts about Great American Bash, 1991. Now, uh, strap your seatbelts on
2: because I have a lot of beneficial facts. Well, they're facts. (laughs) You decide if they're beneficial to you or not. Okay. So, this event is being held at the Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland, in front of a capacity crowd of 9,320 fans. Now... Alright, here we go. I got my glasses on, my reading glasses on. Originally, this card was to be headlined by Ric Flair versus Lex Luger for the WCW Championship inside of a steel cage. The match had tons of marketing and was promoted on WCW television. Two weeks before the show, however, then-WCW Executive Vice President Jim Hurd fired Flair over a contract dispute. Thus, stripping him of the title in the process at the time. Um, oh, at the time, the champions left a $25,000 security deposit that would be refunded to them along with any accumulated interest on
0: the deposit once they lost the title. That's really interesting, hey? Yeah. Like, that they had. Like, that's an old NWA thing to make mm. sure that they didn't. Uh... Just, the only one I knew that did that too. Just just walk off with the title or sell the title, like you put a deposit on. But what what it what what I find really curious about that was the fact that they had a uh, you, you could make interest. So like it was better for you to hold the title for longer because you could make more interest and get more money back. At Hence the why they never want to drop it. So yeah, that's kind of funny. But go on, Ben. So, Sorry. It's, so it's
2: a shoot, but it's also a work at this. Yeah. So. Where was I? Once I lost the title. Okay, so Hurd did not give back Flair his deposit. Therefore, Flair kept the belt. Uh, perhaps we will see where Flair and the belt end up in the upcoming months. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Um, now, what do we do for a title for WCW? Now, Flair walked off with the big gold belt. All right, WCW had to commission a new belt. The new belt could not be readied on time for the event, however. Well, so, because
0: it was two weeks before the flare yeah. left, right? Like well, yeah. it was,
2: it was right before exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's probably a little bit of a process to make a yeah. brand spanking new belt. So, yeah. the company was forced to improvise. A championship wrestling from Florida title belt that was in the possession of Dusty Rhodes was used. And basically a metal plate with WCW World Heavyweight Champion was engraved on this big piece of metal plate and it was put on top of
0: the belt. On top of the uh, like Florida championship. Yeah, Wrestling, I guess they welded was. it over
2: top of it. Yeah.
0: So like, that's their new How belt. funny is that, hey? Like don't worry, I got I got something. Oh, let me go into my basement. Hold on, it's in this box way down here. Hold on. Hold on. Found it! Oh, that's quite a crappy looking belt. Ah, we'll make do with it. Let's do it. Oh, WC. You know what's
2: really sad is that's probably not far from, <laughs> from what happened. From what yeah. happened? Yeah. Jeez.
0: But oh, but Dusty
2: is probably like, you know, Danny, let me go down in my basement and see if I got my title belt. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I do the impression of Dusty, I don't mean to be disrespectful to Dusty. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I do impressions. <laughs> uh, so commentary is done by Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone, and I got to say, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. So, match number one. Here we go. And what a way to segue into this event. We have a scaffold match <sighs> slash capture the flag. And this is uh, Rap Master. Is it Rap Master PN News?
0: I think it's the Rap Master PN N Grand News. Grand Rap Master. But yeah, something like that.
2: <laughs> so, so, Grand Master Grand Rap Master. Whatever the, he is. PN News and beautiful Bobby are taking on the computerized man of the 1990s, Terrence Taylor, and stunning Steve Austin, who is the WCW television champion. And he is managed by Lady Blossom.
0: Now, this is the first appearance of Austin. Via pay-per-view, yeah. And the only rivalry going into this is Austin and Eaton, because obviously Eaton had the TV title from last pay-per-view and now he's dropped it to Austin, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why they decided to do a scaffold match. That makes no sense. And what happened was they booked this, and none of the wrestlers wanted to have a scaffold match. They're like, no, this is way too dangerous. So they had to put in a capture-the-flag stipulation because the wrestlers refused to go through with it unless they did something that could like protect them, basically, from falling 30 feet into the ring.
1: And they also changed the the... Uh the the grading. Yes, that's yeah, right. But they changed that as well. So, uh
0: already right off the hop, WCW has just messed up. And putting putting guys in a scaffold match after like 1 month of rivalry, like I feel like if you're going to I don't I don't agree with the scaffold match, but I feel like if you're going to do it, shouldn't it be after like 6 to 8 months of rivalry where like you really need this blow off and you need to
1: push them off a high thing? Like, and if that's the case, why not just have a one-on-one? Yeah. Why include two for more a Return
2: match for the TV title. Why
1: include a person who's four hundred pounds? Yes. On top of a scaffold. On top of a scaffold. Yeah. Lots of whys. Yes. A lot of yes. Whys. A lot um, of whys. I have a couple
2: of notes here. Um, Why championship I mean, wrestling? This who is the stunning Steve guy? I mean, I, I don't. I just look at him and I don't think he's going to amount to anything. I just don't see anything in him. That that's just my personal opinion. Um,
1: although stunning, would you Steve, see
0: something in him if he shaved his head?
2: I don't think
1: he's marketable. Mm. His character felt very stone cold.
2: Yeah, it was a, he had stone cold nerves uh, yeah. being up on that scaffold, though. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> just, just for those who like keeping tabs on uh, match times, this match was slightly over 3 minutes and 16 seconds. And
0: it was painful. Yeah. Neither of
1: the guys wanted to move. It's like he was the mass of the ring. I
0: know what you did there, Ben. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just going to acknowledge I'm it. I'm not going to acknowledge your, your shenanigans. <laughs> um, it was painful at the beginning. Both teams just stood and looked at each other. They're like, you move. No, you move. PN News refused to move. Like Bobby no, Eaton. Right he did. Bobby Eaton and Good and, for him. And, yeah, Bobby Eaton and uh, I think it was uh Terrence Taylor. Terrence Taylor start moving their way in, and then Steve Austin and PN News just stay at their court at their like ends and they're like, No, nah, I'm good, not nah, moving. Not doing this. <laughs> like And and I felt so bad for the crowd, you know, like because they were hot at the beginning. They got, like, like after, you know, the America, the Beautiful, and all that, they're, they're pumped for this. And then they look, and it's a scaffold match, and the guys don't do anything because they're scared. Why why do you do this to your crowd, WCW? This is why people hate you. <laughs> you know what would have been amazing if... Um
2: uh, Alexander York came out with Terrence Taylor and he had to climb down the thing every time he had to get his <laughs> analysis. And then he had to yes. climb back up. Yes. And then cl- climb back down. Yes. And then climb back up. Or, or if they had like headsets to talk to each other, like on a microphone oh, or something. Oh, That would have been
0: awesome. Oh, just a, this was a this was not <laughs> a good. That's should have happened. This was not a good match.
1: Um, <laughs> it, can you even call it a match? Well, oh, no, it was like it was a competitive endeavor. Nothing really happened. Like It was? Well, <laughs> capture the flag
0: can be competitive. Yeah, can Especially he, when you wasn't you. for this. Yeah, um, I guess.
1: Now, like, I don't know if I can speak with this because it leads to the finish. We just go into- I could go into the finish here. Yeah. So Bobby know. Eaton slowly makes his way to the
0: heel side, grabs the flag, but then, like, I don't know if you guys play capture the flag, but I always thought if you capture it, you were supposed to take it back to your yeah, and you had a place yeah, base, right? Well, he grabs it and and just stands there. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, Bobby, you gotta you gotta get gotta get back over. You he heads get,
1: halfway, but then he comes he, back. And then
0: he heads halfway, and he's like, Oh, wait, wait a second, I'm gonna go hit Stunning Steve with this flag, and he hits him. And then they ring the bell, and I'm like, Ah, uh, who won? And then Jim Ross is like, oh my god, Bobby Eaton and PN News have won the match. And
1: I'm like, but he didn't take it back to
0: base. Like Nor did they actually announce
1: it yeah. before he said it on commentary. commentary. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it so was weird. kind of a great start. Uh, WCW. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. <laughs>
2: I just want to make uh, one last note. This match is definitely too dangerous to properly open up a can of whoop-ass.
0: Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, and before we go to the next match, uh, we have the first appearance of Eric Bischoff, Yes, who's doing an, uh, a backstage interview to with some person. I don't remember what, but he was there. So there we go. Let's go to the second match. And the next match is the Diamond
2: Stud, who is with Diamond Dallas Page. And he is taking on the Z Man, who is coming out with an entourage of uh, scantily clad uh,
0: females. Females, to say the least. Yeah. Um, Very heel. Hey, yeah, it like is. coming out with all the girls. Well,
2: the thing is, if you put a pretty girl with a guy who, who looks good, I mean. The fans are going to resent him kind of for yeah, that. Yeah,
0: like it was kind of a heel move, and I was like, oh, okay.
2: Like, look at Macho Man Randy Savage when he had Elizabeth and the way he was acting with Elizabeth. The guys resented him
0: for it. Yeah. yeah. You
1: know? um, I didn't care for this match all that much. I I, I like the open where Zeman hits the double clothesline into the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good start. Um, otherwise, it's just, it was really, I, I think at this point, the problem for me was... Stud was just too big, so too big, slow. too slow. Yeah, he's very slow compared to what you know we see later on. And he's a career. veteran at this point. He's been around yeah. a while. Um, very weak kicks by Z-Man. Yeah,
0: uh, Zeman has really the taken a step air quote
1: super kicks.
0: Oh, the air. Yes, yes. Uh, mans really taken a step back the last few pay per views. Like he was pushed as a big guy or big star coming out in the nineties. And then, like right after Stargate, they're like, "Okay, no, we're not having an any." of Even
2: flying Brian were a good tag team. Yeah, I and it they just—they're
0: doing nothing with him. And I don't know. I just—I didn't care. There was nothing going on in this match. The the crowd was bored. It's like there's no chemistry.
1: Exactly. There was like no flow.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, the match. The match lost a lot of steam really fast, and because yeah. of that, I think it lost its razor's edge.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I don't even... I, I can't even... Um, Jesse, don't be an outsider. Now, <laughs> my question is, and, and this has been my thing since since the beginning, <laughs> is, uh, like, don't book silly things. How does DDP slap Z-Man in the face when the ref is trying to make a count and he does it right in front of the ref? Like, there's no possible the ref way the ref could not... Like, he... He had to be able to see it unless you knew it was coming and then you're purposely keeping your head down. So it made wrestling look so dumb. You know, like you got to suspend disbelief. And at that moment, I was like, oh, okay, I'm checking out of this match. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, like... And that's how- why
2: people think wrestling is exactly, dumb. Exactly,
0: exactly. And it's that kind of stuff that drives me mental because it's like wrestling can be goofy, but like when you do stuff like that, you're just like, oh, guys, why, why are you doing stuff like that? And it, right there, I was just like, "Okay, I don't. I'm done with this match." Oh.
2: Yeah, this match should not make me feel the and this finish. Is just so forced. then, yeah.
0: So then, so then DDP gets into the ring, and Z Man hits him with a great super kick, according to Jim Ross. Yeah. Which it was not a great super kick. Well, he
2: hadn't gotten the. He hasn't the. Uh, as yet.
0: Bischoff said at one time, he hit him with a super kick that couldn't beat a kid with a green belt or something like that. Remember that when he said about Shawn Michaels? Or, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That that was like Z Man. Esque, yeah, awful. Uh So then, as as he's distracted because of DDP, Stud hits a belly-to-back suplex on Z-Man and then bridges to win. He has a back suplex pin. Yep. Yeah. It looked terrible. Yep.
2: That's a bad finish for him.
0: Yeah, well, I'm surprised he didn't whip him around into the diamond death drop or whatever they call it. <laughs> See, I can get that. Can't get the demolition finish. How
1: come they didn't call that the 3D? <laughs> That's what I thought. Too. I was like, 3D. All right, okay. That was the
0: original uh, 3D. Thumbs down. Third match. Here we oh. go. Keeps getting right. worse. Oh, boy.
2: And we got Ron Simmons versus Oz. Okay, <laughs> may I just uh, jump, jump in? in. And, uh, jump in. Jump in. Let's to do this. a bunch of uh, beneficial, beneficial facts. All right. Okay. Ron Simmons is a four-time... Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. Just let me do this. Just let me do this. Oh. You're going to appreciate the end of this. Uh, okay. Ron Simmons is a four-time All-American and finished eighth in the Heisman <laughs> Trophy balloting. No defensive lineman has ever finished that high since. Simmons' jersey was also retired at Florida State in the Orange... Oh, sorry. Simmons' jersey was also retired in, at Florida State University. In the Orange Bowl, Barry Switzer said that Oklahoma can win as long as they can block Simmons. Oklahoma won 18-17. to What do all these stats have to do with wrestling? Nothing!
0: Jim Ross football has nothing to do with the match especially when you tell us every single pay-per-view every match every single Stop
1: booking former football players in the matches please
0: yes Yes. or stop making the fact that they played football as part of their gimmick I get that what they're trying to do is say hey look these guys are real athletes but to be quite honest I don't care I don't care. Like, Let me ask it's you a very, question. It's very impressive that Ron Simmons was eighth in the Heisman voting. That's very nice. Good for you. Yeah, but, but how you,
2: well of a wrestler is he? What are his credentials for wrestling? Yes, like
0: and by, his tag and by team way, title hold. Uh, good good ran. for you, Ron Simmons. Good for you, Lex Luger, being in the CFL at the age of 19. Where did it lead you? To wrestling, because obviously you weren't good at football. Because if you were that good, you wouldn't be wrestling. Wait, just are you triggered? I'm triggered. Okay. Okay. Jesus. That's how you really feel. Oh, and also, the crowd chant's boring throughout this entire match. yes, they do. That's match. one of my notes. Wow. This entire... And hey, Jim Ross, you love football so much, you didn't want to talk about Oz and his professional back, basketball background? Played for the Tennessee Volunteers. And he played in Europe. Yep.
1: Kevin Ash, But they don't talk about that. And It's basketball. It's not football, Jesse. I guess. When did the first Ninitoros come out? 90,
2: uh, uh, 1990. No, 89. Was, is 89 it? or 92. You're yeah. not going to
1: reference that he's Super Shredder?
2: Yeah, that came out in 92.
1: Well, that's, your, that's number two, he was Super Shredder. Was number two, he was Super Shredder. There you go. Okay, yeah. let's go to the match. Number two. Uh, actually, that was one of my notes. Ross will not.
0: <laughs> no, no. But the uh, Ross will not shut up about Simmons' football yeah. background.
1: So frustrating. Right. Yeah. Beautiful dropped hole. Oh, God. You oh, want to see how a dropped hole is executed mm-hmm. perf- Perfectly.
2: Perfectly wrong.
1: Perfectly wrong. <laughs> Beautiful.
2: Although Oz took a bump over the top rope, it's probably the biggest bump he's ever and taken, his knee, and probably t- the biggest bump he's ever taken in his entire. He lands on his feet. Yeah, he flew. He flew over that rope with a ton <laughs> of diesel power,
0: though. Oh man, <laughs> now you're just reaching. Uh, this match was again. This was really bad. Oz, Oz is not ready for the position he's in. You would say he's as green as his tights. Yes. Yes, and uh, and the fans hate the gimmick, oh. like they. Well, it's because the entrance takes nine minutes. They don't care for it, like and this isn't. I don't think it's good heat. This is bad heat. This is what they call go away heat. They don't like. We want
1: you to leave. We're like awful gimmick for him. Well, like remember when he debuted? They booed within three minutes of his entrance. Yeah, and yeah. he's still taking forever to get to the ring.
0: Yeah, yeah. He should be like uh, Ultimate Warrior and sprint to the ring, get it, get it over with quickly. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I got no other notes for this. I thought this match was just awful. Um.
1: Yeah, I, I heard the boring chant. Yep. because it was really loud, echoed. Yes, like, the, the whole match. All yes. you hear is boring. Again, uh,
0: Ben was saying at the beginning, nine thousand fans, capacity, and this is what they give them. Like, guys, <laughs> not good, not good.
2: Okay. Well, there's. I mean, there's two sides too. I mean, there's the people watching it on screen that have the commentary to help them out with but i mean i can't even imagine what it was like sitting in that arena without the commentary just watching the actual product yeah, so that probably it was 10 times worse <sighs> although i ron simmons did try in the match
0: yeah but you know what it wasn't good i gotta no. go right into the finish ron simmons hits a uh i don't want to call it diving shoulder block that's not what it was it was a where he comes off the ropes and he jumps into him shoulder block. What, what would you call that? That's not like diving. What is that? <laughs> I don't even know. He hit a shoulder block to you win. He just hit a um, flying
2: uh, shoulder block. Flying, flying shoulder block. Th- thank yeah. you.
0: Flying shoulder block to win. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. I wanted to see him at the spine buster. Yeah, I thought he could be be able to do that, but uh, I think Oz's knee was buggered and he didn't want to take yeah, I a hole, it. He dropped Taulon's Two thumbs down. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, not, very, not very Big Daddy Cool-esque of, no,
1: no. of Oz. Let's go to the next match, which I, I think is... I say uh, thanks for tuning in, Melanie.
2: Thanks, Melanie. Hi, Mel. Hi, Mel. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening, <laughs> all right. Mel. All right. Uh, we got... <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> Man, that's all, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, Luigi's theme <laughs> is going to be one of my sound effects okay. in the uh, near future. Okay. Richard Morton with Alexandra York versus Robert Gibson. I have a lot of notes that are gonna make me triggered in this. <laughs> Listen, this match was had great intensity. The match was great. The yes. match was great. I have two problems though. One, why are they still dressed exactly
0: the same? They're not. That's they're true. In, I in I'm no colors. If you're going to branch, and I, and I, your I own understand identity. that, but like Morton should have had a, a cleaner look, like a more uh, air quote Wall Street look. You just have just have him cu- come
2: out. They should have in like little tuxedos. They should have had.
0: They should have had him um, uh, be Spartacus, cut his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but I liked the intensity in this the match, match was too. good, and I also liked how they didn't do and even Jim Ross references this is that they didn't come out and do catches catch can style and flying all over the
1: ring. No, 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 this was a fight, mm-hmm. which is great because can you give Richard, some context to to the story behind there? Because you watched Clash of Champions, I did
0: watch Clash of Champions. That's right. So Richard Morton on Clash of Champions fifteen uh, joins up with the York Foundation. Why? And I'm assuming money. They actually don't explain it. And then later in the Board night, or he comes out to explain his actions. But then Gibson comes out of the crowd and tries to plead with him. Say, so like, what are you doing? Like, you're turning your back on me. I'm your brother, which he's not, but whatever. And uh, then Terry Taylor and Mr. Hughes go to attack Gibson. And then Morton's like, no, 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 that's not in the contract. You can't do this. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder if he's going to try to convince Gibson to come over to the York Foundation. And then Morton turns around and just pops him. Cool. And then beats the living crap out of him. So good, good build. Good and story. Then, and then that's why we're building into this. That That's why this intensity and the way that they're not flying around, they're just scrapping it makes oh, sense. Because it's like, like your best friend just turned on
1: you. Like he's not, he's not your best friend. Well, you're, the, you're angry. The match technically started on the ramp. Yeah. I love that. Like, like Morton just came out. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Gibson just came out and attacked them. Yep. On the because, he's, because he's mad. I loved it. And I loved how Morton went after one body
0: part. He knows about Gibson's knee. He went after the knee the he entire time. He even his match. tights open. Yeah. Yeah, like it took vicious. a while though. I wish that Gibson <laughs> would have like cut the cut his tights for Pre-cut him a little, for a little bit.
2: Yeah, because yeah, like he was. Yeah, it, I like that.
0: I, th- I like the small, the small, yeah,
2: the slow, methodical build of attacking his knee and tearing away at it. But like, I thought
0: I like that I thought it looked ridiculous when he was trying to tear his his pants. Because Gibson was just like sitting, like or laying down, or just kind of watching. He's he exhausted doing. at this point, Jesse. Oh, come on! It's he's five exerted minutes. so much energy. No, it's five minutes into the match. He has not exhausted. Nothing. He might I have some ring rust. He's been off for like
1: what? How many months?
0: I don't. You protect Robert Gibson. Oh, jeez. this is ridiculous. You're
1: ridiculous. Okay, go on. No, um, Alexandra
2: York is ridiculous with her
0: prancing
1: around uh, all over the ring. <laughs> she was
2: <doing>. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was really hard for me to take notes in this match because I was enjoying it so much. Um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I this, loved it. This Just is so the that. match of the night.
2: Yeah,
1: by uh, far. By
0: far, which doesn't bode well for the rest of the card. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Uh, fourth
1: match in? Fourth, fourth match, match Match of, of the in. night
0: already. Match <laughs> of the night. Woo! Uh, to Alexandra York prancing around. She's not in the right spot for the and... finish. Like, she... Did you did you guys saw yep. her? She gets oh, up definitely. on the on the one side of the apron and then reason realizes She like, didn't calculate that, did she? Oh crap, <laughs> Morton's there and he's gotta do something dashably, so I gotta distract the ref on the other side of the ring. So she runs through the ring. Like, are you kidding me? Like what and the ref's like just watching her, and then she gets out and she stands there and then she starts yelling at him and he comes over, he's like, Ho ho ho, I'll come over. Like, oh dummy like what are we doing? Suspend this. Yeah, it's and and that kind of stuff. Just like you can't say you're a wrestling fan and then show them that because they'll be like, "Really? How are you a wrestling fan after this?" You like this kind of stuff. Yeah, you like you like this dumb woman prancing across.
2: <laughs> like, what are we doing? When you hear facts like that thrown at you, it's like, well, you know, I can't argue that.
0: So Ricky, after Ricky Morton attacks Gibson uh, on the outside again, and then. Finally, Alexandra York makes her way across the uh, across the ring. Morton grabs the computer and hit hits Gibson on the back of the head, throws it away. Ref comes back. Morton's pinning him one, two, three. I love the finish. Besides the Alexandra York mess up, <laughs> but like the fact that he cheated to win, and that's how like he couldn't put him away clean, clean. the entire match. It was great. Uh, good heel turn. Like I was surprised that this is working. I don't know if it's going to work. In the future, but it's working now. I give that match a thumbs up. Thumbs up. I did too.
1: <laughs> now before
0: we go to the next next match, they do an interview segment with Dustin Rhodes, uh Dusty's son, and he does an an impression of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. He he talks like we all know how Gold Dusk like talks. But back then, they're like trying to bill him as Dusty Rhodes' son. So now he has to talk like Dusty Rhodes.
1: Because, you know, you,
0: you talk like your dad. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it, it was the worst impression of Dusty Rhodes I've ever heard. It was so silly. Like, I'm like, oh, man, why are they doing this to the kid? Poor guy. But let's go to the fifth match. Let's do this. This is a
2: six man tag team elimination match. And this is the Fabulous Freebirds and Bad Street. And they are accompanied by Big Daddy, <laughs> Big Daddy Dink. <laughs> Jeez. I have to stop yep. every yep. time I say that. Yep. And they are taking on the young pistols of Steve Armstrong and Tracy Smothers and Dustin Rhodes, the natural Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. I have one question: If the Steiners weren't allowed to hold to different tag team titles. Why are the Freebirds allowed to be the U.S. tag team champions and the six-man
0: tag Thank team you. champions? Thank you. Like, that's ridiculous, hey? See? haven't seen the titles yet. There's no six-man and titles. And
2: that's it. We haven't seen any belts for them.
1: Listen, they don't have a world title right now. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm going to join wrestling and, and just give myself the world championship. But yeah.
2: they've also had more time
1: to come
2: up with a six-man tag team title than they have the world title. So they Life, probably have an excuse for that. Life's
0: hard down in the South of It, it is. It is. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard when you're a Rabbi by Turner broadcaster. Yeah. Oh jeez. Uh very sloppy beginning to this match. The these guys were not on the same page to start. Not to a- start. After after Michael Hayes did his dancing for
1: the first five minutes. Yes. Which, Which
0: is always funny. It's funny for two minutes.
1: And then yeah. Dustin Rhodes was mocking him.
0: That was funny. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh Dustin Rhodes cannot do a moonwalk. Shots fired. Just said he can't do a moonwalk. That was pretty awful. So That's pretty, what made it
1: funny though. He should uh, he should just move on. That's what made it funny. Now there there was one part of the match where I noticed um, some blatant confusion. Um, Armstrong was in the top rope for what seemed like forever. Yes. Waiting. Yes. Waiting for the double dropkick. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, He's just waiting.
0: Yes. Him and Smothers waiting. because Dust, Dustin kept on hitting guys with the bionic <laughs> elbow, and they're like sitting there like okay uh, when oh oh no I'm not
1: doing it. Jimmy Jam actually got up. Looked Dustin in the eyes and like it's like he, he clicked like oh shoot and he turned yes and then yes. you see Armstrong smile like yes yeah. finally and oh, they, then they hit terrible looking drop kicks yes so it's like I'm getting excited to see like some amazing double team maneuver and it's sloppy oh yeah. just and you know what what what. Kind of blew my mind with this
0: whole match. I think this match clocked in at just over 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. No eliminations happened until like three minutes left in the match. You know, like, they did all the eliminations within like the last yeah. two, three minutes.
2: I didn't like that. Like they didn't, I was, they didn't stagger it at all.
0: They didn't stagger it. It it didn't feel like, like, okay, now we've lost a guy. Oh, what are they going to do now because they're down three to two? Because another elimination happened 30 seconds later.
1: Like, yeah, like Steve Armstrong. Have you guys was, not watched? I know
0: you guys watched the co- the the competition. Maybe you guys should watch WWF Survivor Series to learn how you should do an elimination yeah, like match.
1: Steve Armstrong was eliminated after that botched double DDT.
0: Yes, yes, the double or, DDT from yeah, Hayes and Bad botched. Street. It was the
1: double botch. Yeah, yeah. He, he, jumped, he jumped. He jumped. He jumped before it was allowed yeah. to go. And then, like shortly after, Michael Hayes was eliminated.
0: Hayes got DQ'd for throwing. Armstrong over over the top rope, and
1: he was yelling, "I didn't mean to do it! I didn't mean to do it!" And
0: Armstrong was eliminated, though. So how did Hayes get eliminated for throwing a guy? Eliminating a guy who's already been eliminated. Yeah. How oh, dare he? Is. So confusing. So WCW. WCW. So WCW. And then we get another D- double DDT to Smothers from uh, Jimmy Jam Garvin and Bad Street, and then Rhodes hits Garvin with a flying lariat to eliminate him. Which, actually, the lariat was pretty. Pretty, uh, And then Rhodes hits the Bulldog on Bad Street to win the entire match. But that was pretty cool. As but he, was, he also jumped King Yeah, he, as he was doing the Bulldog, like, as he jumped, he kicked Big Daddy Dick, who had gotten into the ring. So that must have made Ben very happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Dustin Rhodes wins, and the crowd popped. Now, can we speak about the confusion? Because Bad, Bad Street is the other Armstrong brother. It is, yes. Well the last time we saw him, he gone into the ring to defend to the, defend the young pistols. Uh, and he even full monty, he took his shirt off. Yeah. And then now he's part I think it's more we just need a good
0: worker as Bad Street, not a ha ha I turned on you now on Bad Street. I don't Where's I, Fantasia? It's on Michael, Michael Hayes, Hayes Tights. tights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't understand things. Um I was so confused. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down? Thumbs down.
2: Oh, I thought we... I
0: thought Thumbs we down. Okay. Woo! Oh, here we go. Here's here's another another match that just continues the badness of this pay-per-view. You can say Johnny B. Well,
2: now bad. that all the, um, the gold dust has settled on that last match. Oh, um,
0: we have...
2: they
1: are going to shatter our dreams.
2: Yeah. Johnny B. Bad versus Yellow Dog. Who's not flying, Brian? Guys, he's Let's flying. Brian. Let's highly not, emphasize that. Not flying, Brian. He's even not, though they call him flying, Brian. No matter
0: how how many times Jim Ross tells you it's flying, Brian, he's actually flying. Brian's number one fan.
2: Yeah. Now,
0: just to give everyone a backstory, at Clash of Champions 15, there was a loser leaves town match: flying Brian and El Gigante versus. Or did I say that right? Am I still? Am I El I Gigante. 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 Oh, giant Gonzalez. <laughs> I'm just, going to, I'm just going to his WWF name. Screw this. Uh, we're facing Elidante. Barry Wyndham and Arn Anderson. And whoever got pinned had to leave town. And in a three-minute squash Wait, match... they
2: leave town? Like, leave the town they're in? No, no, they're at, the a, next?
0: they're at a WCW. They're well, gone.
2: I, well, why don't they just call it a career match? A career ending. Match. They said
0: lose or leave town. I don't know. WCW. I, I don't pretend to understand WCW. Sorry, it's WCW. That's right. Sorry. So then My bad. Pillman gets pinned after three minutes. No word of a line. Like they squashed him. And and Giant Gonzalez doesn't get off the apron. I'm not calling him El Gigante anymore. I can't do anymore.
1: <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um,
0: so that's uh, in a spoiler alert that Jim Ross tells you about three times in this yep. match Yellow Dog is Brian Pillman. But he's He's kayfabe, he's not, you know, because if he gets unmasked, he'll never be able to wrestle in
1: WCW again, which would be a blessing for him at this point. But, you know. I, I've been there before. Remember that match where uh, it was uh, Black Scorpion versus Sting and I said it was Flair? Yeah. yeah I've been there. I understand Jim Ross. Yeah, it happens. exactly. Uh, my big
0: note from this is that we're into the, what is this, the sixth match. The crowd has been dead for this entire pay-per-view. They have not done a good job. I don't job. blame them. Yeah, they
1: are not happy with this. Now, did you see that one spot where Johnny Bad's in the middle of the ring? Wingspread. Waiting for the crucifix pin? Yep. And then he still botches it? Yep. Yep. Did What? You, <laughs> yeah. Did you also
0: hear at the beginning that Jim Ross basically says that, uh, like, he... He basically makes a hom- homophobic comment about mm. uh, Johnny B. Bad. And then like 30 seconds later, he's like, What I meant to say was, <laughs> it tries to backtrack.
1: And it's like, oh, 1991. When you can say <laughs> things like that. Did you also see the 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 pretty botched uh, springboard crossbody? Where Dog went for a springboard. Johnny B. Bad was going to go underneath, but they still connected. Yes. yes. Johnny yes. B. Bad timed it just badly. Yeah, was well, this Johnny whole match? League? Yeah, th- this whole match was just terribly sloppy. It I, was I never Johnny B. Bad. I it never thought crazy. I'd
0: say this, but I almost prefer to watch Sable wrestle than Johnny B. Bad.
1: Yeah, wow! Ooh, that's, that was yeah. a TKO of a comment. That sure
0: was. There wow. you go. Bang! Bang! Bang!
1: TKO. Thoughts fired. Yeah. Like I
0: see, uh
2: I can see Johnny B. Bad gets his robes from the same uh, seamstress as Macho Man Randy Savage.
0: Yeah, but what's with the
1: tassels on the, the trunks? That was weird to me. I've never seen tassels on the trunks. tassels on his... And it was like a v shape. weird. Very. That's yes.
2: weird on Johnny B. Bad.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah. No.
0: I, don't, I don't even know what to say about his trunks, but I'm just going to move on, okay? <laughs> so then... After all this, and, and again, they were sloppy. They weren't they, oh, they terrible. didn't have chemistry in the in the ring. There was there were so many botches. I kinda wish Flying Brian was actually in the match, yes. not Yellow Dog. Yes. And then and then Teddy Log comes in to try to take the mask off Yellow Dog, and that gets Johnny B. Bad DQ'd.
1: Oh, what a what a jerk.
0: And I'm just like, oh, okay. But and That's the- because Jim Ross says he wanted the bounty. Yes.
1: Who put a bounty on
0: his head? <laughs> Since when? Like. <laughs> yeah, I heard that my bounty was there. A bounty mentioned at
1: the beginning like, of the match.
0: There was uh, no,
1: there was nothing, but there's a bounty. But they referenced that Johnny just, was known as the Godfather of WCW a couple times. That's right. Thumbs down. Thumbs down.
2: That was really Johnny.
0: Now before back. before we go into the next match, just because WCW can't let a sleeping dog lie, oh, they decide that. Listen, it was all fun it gave to send Missy Hyatt into the locker room to try to get an interview with the <laughs> dude. And she kept on running into the Lariat, Stan Hansen. And so, his Lariat. So they said, <laughs> uh, So they said, How do we make this better? I know. Let's send Eric Bischoff into the ladies' locker room to interview Missy Hyatt. I'm not going to lie. I was a little more interested in that <laughs> segment than the other way around. And, of course, it ends up with Missy Hyatt screaming at, Eric to get out of the shower because it always it's ends up. Standards. It always ends up in the shower. Like these interviews, interviewers don't think like, hey, maybe I should, you know, maybe not interview them in the set shower. Set this up! Like, let's set a time. Yeah, exactly. Can, <laughs> can I book a time to interview? You? No, no, no. I'm just gonna break in when you're in the shower and see see if I can see some things. Awful. I I don't understand why WCW. This is the third pay per view in a row they've so we're tried. Doing this. a live perverted interview. Exactly. Silly. Purposely. Purposely. Okay, let's go to the next match, Sleazy E. That yeah.
2: is number match number seven is the Lumberjack match, and this uh. is Big Josh versus Black Sa- Blood.
0: Sands bears no bears this
1: time. No bears this time, but no he's bears. got a
2: lot of uh, he's got his forest hose, I guess, with him.
1: <laughs> forest hose. <laughs> <His> forest hose. <laughs> By that you mean is the, the garden tool, right? <laughs>
0: Uh, and in case, uh, do you guys know who Black Blood is? No. Billy, Billy Jack Haynes is Black Blood. Ah. Oh, yes, yes. I love- who, who comes to the ring with a battle axe? Why, okay, why, why, why are you coming to the ring with a weapon you cannot use? To look scary. Yeah, but you... <laughs> He's from a little town
2: in France. That's <laughs> what
0: they do. <laughs> that was the worst comment anybody's
1: ever made.
0: Um, oh, no. Tony
1: Schiavone. The music he came out with. That was awful. That too. W- I was actually head bobbing to them. Like this does not seem right for yeah. the gimmick he's currently doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, this match, again, awful.
0: <laughs> awful, awful, awful. The whole point of the whole point of the match was to show that when Big Josh got knocked to the outside, the heel lumberjacks would beat him up and then throw him in. But then when Big Josh got thrown out into the face side, they'd be like, "Oh, Big Josh, take your time, and, take your time. yeah," and brush off his sh- the, the dirt off his shoulders, and then and then let him back in the ring. That was the whole thing, and it just led to two brawls between the lumberjacks, which I thought was was Better more exciting the match. than the match. It, yeah, I, I guess you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's nothing going on to this match. I don't know if you guys want to add anything. It's just brawling.
1: Yeah, like there was there was actually one box where. <laughs> Black Blood was meant to be thrown out of the ropes, but he like hit the rope. Yeah. And like bounced back into the ring and then tried rolling out and he got stuck again. Wrestling's hard. Wrestling's hard.
2: He's wearing a mask. He couldn't see properly. That's right. (laughs) That's what they do in the little town in France. So then,
0: as all the lumberjacks are brawling, Black Blood decides at this point he's going (laughs) to grab his battle axe and go after. Big Josh, sweet. So he's gonna murder him. Yep. Right. Nice. Like we're gonna we're well, gonna the
2: bears couldn't murder him the last one. We're we gonna might witness as well a murder. Get black blood to do it.
0: And then Dustin Rhodes breaks away from the pack and grabs the axe handle because Big Josh doesn't bring an axe. He just brings the axe handle with him. Safety first. Safety first. Well,
2: so he He's gonna hit himself with the uh, the axe head. Can no.
0: He turns around, Dustin Rhodes hits Black Blood in the knee with the axe handle, and then he falls, and Josh rolls up Black Blood to win. One, two, three. I thought we
2: were going to see, like, Golden Axe uh, live Uh, show here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Two thumbs down.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Doesn't get any
0: better. Oh, it just gets so much worse after this.
2: Oh, God, here we go. Um... Next match is the one-man gang, who is now in WCW. We haven't seen him in a while. Being led of... to
0: the ring in a chain by 50 Kevin. Fifty Shades of Gang. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is all about, right? Yeah, now. exactly. Some dominatrix <laughs> stuff with uh, Kevin Sullivan.
1: Holy moly. He looks like a clown.
0: Yes, yes. With that black uh, eye makeup. Like, what are we doing? What are you... yeah. I don't know what's going on. And he's yeah. taking on Eligante, Who I am now going to refer to as Giant Gonzalez, because mm-hmm. I don't care.
2: I literally heard fans yelling out I don't care in this <laughs> match and they were actually trash talking the wrestlers like the ones that were sitting by the barricade they were actually like talking crap about them.
0: This I match we By the court. way this match was billed as the Battle of the Giants. They only said it 17 times during this match so you, <laughs> I know you guys And heard. they also
2: said how much giant or <laughs>
0: That was a giant... Giant Gonzalez, yes. They're all saying how much Giant Gonzalez has improved. Yes, and you watch it, you're like, where? He's doing the exact same crap. Uh, By the way, he has improved, because in the WCW Top 10 that they showed just before this, he was number four. How bad is WCW that he's your number four top contender? You guys are awful. This match was painful to watch. There, there There was a point... That Giant Gonzalez didn't understand his, or El Gigante, I'm sorry, didn't understand his spot, and you, one man Gang <laughs> was screaming at him to come over here so they could do the spot.
1: Yep. And you could hear it clear as day. It was the spot where he grabbed Woman Gang and, and did the, the scoop slam off the top rope. Yeah. And Woman Gang's like, come on, over
0: here. Yeah. Calling him over. Like, he's just like, oh my God. I don't. I don't have anything else. Just like go this. to the finish. Yeah. We, the finish. And, yeah. Okay. We and shouldn't talk about this. The finish again. was so bad, like so bad, because Kevin Sullivan gives One Man Gang salt. So he sits there. The and ref's and watching. This. The, he sits there. He starts <laughs> and he, yes, he starts. he like, He starts unfolding the paper where the salt is, as the ref is watching him do it. Yep. Bring a foreign object to the ring. The ref's like, he misses a wrench. Like yeah, that's right, and then he turns around and El Gigante hits him with a kick right to his hand. The most, the greatest thing El Gigante has ever done, until he until he uh, chloroforms Undertaker later. But kicks that right up into his face, and then he hits a, and then as One Man Gang's kind of like selling it, he turns around and El Gigante hits the worst looking clothesline you've ever seen to the back of his head. One, two, three. El Gigante wins the battle of the Giants. At least they did okay with the. They didn't add a stretcher to it because they didn't use it last
1: time. So. The one part that was leaning towards the finish I was confused was when Gigante put Sullivan in the claw. Yeah. I'm like, now you're leaving yourself exposed to one man game. Like. Two thumbs down. Yep.
2: Uh, it's a toilet here. Um, <laughs> whole lot of toilet in this event. Next match is the Russian chain match between oh, Nikita Koloff versus Sting.
0: Again, great intensity to start this match. Yes, indeed. Um, I
2: like the crotch spot with uh, the chain. Yes, <laughs> that, yes, was, that was
0: good. Um, I also I love when they do chain matches where they get to the outside and the chain is wrapped around the post. And and the face will pull the heel into the post, mm-hmm. you know, like that's that's pretty cool. I, I do like that stuff. Um, I was enjoying this match. I was going to give it a good grade until until the finish happened. Yep. And it got. I already know what you're going to say. So I was triggered. And and but I don't understand. I obviously don't understand four corners matches. I don't get it. I don't get it because. They're, they're scrapping with each other and they're grappling each other throughout the whole thing and leaning into corners. Okay, I'll let you go. There's the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter. The refs, the refs like count, they're like you both touched three times and then they each low blow each other. Which stops momentum. Yes. Yes. But Doesn't no. But over. But again. no. But then the ref's like, no, 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 you guys still have three. It's cool. And then Jamar's the like, it's a uh, ref's discretion. I hate then when Then why they have that, rules? Yes, exactly. If it's the ref's discretion, there shouldn't be a rule. So you, you they broke momentum, the guy fell. they both fell yep Oh, it just like what are we doing? like you WCW takes two good workers and they could put on a very good match, a very brutal match to, to either continue their their feud or or blow it off or whatever they want to do, and instead they they get them to do the dumbest things that make no sense, and they ruin it. I almost
2: gave Nikita Koloff my performer of the night
0: after this match until
2: what we just discussed. And I said, no, I can't do it now. So Nikita Koloff, just for our listeners, and Nikita Koloff's not my performer of the night. Just So you better <laughs> scratch him off if you're writing down our computers. And, and Elegante is not one of them either, just <laughs> FYI.
0: So the finish is, is, as they're going... Oh, I can't wait to hear you explain this. Okay, so as they're going for the fourth... Corner. (laughs) I, I try to put this into words. So Koloff is kind of standing there dazed, and then Sting, like, is holding him back with the chain to make sure he doesn't hit the corner. And then Sting takes a running leap and tries to jump over Koloff to hit the corner. But he mistimes it horribly, hits Koloff right into the corner. So Koloff hits the corner. A fraction of a second before Sting does. The finish was okay. Like, that part was okay. It was interesting. Sting's trying to use that athleticism to get to the next corner. It just never should have happened because they each low-blown
1: each other, which kills momentum. So, he, what the heck? He stinger-splashed Koloff for the for the loss. Yes. Yes, Koloff wins. That's um, the best way you can describe it. But you yeah, have to Stinger, say it right
0: yeah, he stinger-splashed Koloff to lose. Take that, Sting. Ha ha ha! It was an... It, Oh, overall, though, I thought it was an okay match. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it
1: either. Yeah, it's just the some wonky stuff. The, 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 the yeah, finish
0: kind of was wonky. That's what killed it for at me. At the last
1: three minutes of the match. Yeah. yeah. So we'll so. give it a little bit of a golf clap. Yeah. I yes. dig it. I dig it. Yes.
0: All right. Let's go to the next match that we thought was the main event, but it's not the main event because we're WCW. Yeah. Um, this is for the
2: World Heavy. This is the Vacant. Uh, World Heavyweight Championship for that uh, Florida Championship Wrestling with the big goal, big plate in the middle <laughs> a, of the belt. What a nice belt. That I was talking I'm, about at the beginning of the show. You know what, I'm
0: glad, I'm glad they spent $20,000 on that, that U.S. title and didn't save any of it for the new heavyweight belt. Good for them.
2: And uh, this match is for the World Heavyweight Championship inside of a steel cage match. And it is Barry Windham versus Lex Luger, you know, Barry, who is the
0: U.S. champion. Barry Windham's hair doesn't look too bad. No, it, it's, it's growing it out. It grew out a little it bit. So it's great. Uh, the title looks, as we've said, looks awful. It's like a terrible belt that you can create on 2K18. It looks like I made it in my basement mm. type of belt. And I'm not very good.
2: Looks like my three-year, uh, three-year-old nephew made it in his basement.
0: I thought you were going to say your three-year-old. I was <laughs> like, you got a kid we don't know about? Like, where are we going with this? I had to correct and say three-year-old nephew. Um, Hi, Callum. <laughs> Uh, the crowd chanted the entire. As soon as the cage came down, the crowd started chanting, We want flair. They did not buy these two guys as world title contenders. And it ruined the match. Like, no one cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Like, it just. It just did. Nothing that happened in this match.
1: Because, you know, at this mattered. time, there's there's no dirt sheets, so the fans no. don't really know what happened. Yeah. Like, and they, and they, the title? And they the don't care.
0: The guy they like is not there, and they are upset by this. You know, and Wyndham and Luger did the best they could, mm-hmm. you know. There's a lot of back and forth. Yeah, a lot of back and forth. Luger Luger was okay. You know, Wyndham's Windham, solid. They
2: took their time, I found. They didn't rush spots. Yeah. Yeah, Which they, I kind of appreciated.
0: Yeah, and they tried to build up. They tried to tell the story that both these guys, like like Wyndham, is finally getting his, his a shot at the title. Luger's had many shots at the title, and now the, this has to be the one. And they're playing; they're almost playing it cautious. And so it made fe- it made sense within the match how they were they were being slow and cautious with each other. But the fans didn't care, and and it t- takes you out of the match because if the fans don't buy you guys as contenders then, like, I almost can't buy you as contenders because the fans don't care. Well, so. like I say, if uh, there's 10,000 fans not cheering, why should I? Exactly. Exactly. But there was a cool spot when yeah. uh, when Luger gets Wyndham in the torture rack. And as he's, as he's wrenching on him, he kind of moves towards the cage and, and Wyndham pushes off the cage to flip out of the torture rack, which is kind of neat.
2: Mm-hmm. That's very sweet.
0: Yeah. So that was cool. And then uh, Harley Race and Mr. Hughes come on down. And nobody understands why.
1: I was confused.
0: Mr. Hughes distracts uh, Barry Windham. And then Harley Race, you can hear him tell Luger, it's time, do the move. And then Luger hits the pile driver, which is a move he doesn't use, on Barry Windham. And he wins the title. guess
2: Luger doing a pile driver scares me.
0: Yeah. But Windham did, did it well. He had his arms underneath. He protected himself. Uh... So, Luger wins using the pile driver, turning heel to to, uh, be with Harley Race and Mr. Hughes, and the fans don't care. Nope. Like, they had this big heel turn. Luger's been a face for over a year at this point. And they're just like,
1: eh,
0: eh, it's not Ric Flair. They want Flair. Yep. Yep, not good. Not good for WCW. But the boys did okay. I mean, they did that. That was a decent match. You know, there wasn't a lot to it though. Like, no. you, neither of you guys were able there to chime no in match. because it was kind of a bland match. There was no juice. Like, there was nothing. There's nothing. You know, uh, okay match for me. Okay.
2: Okay match. Need a little golf clap there.
0: And we have a swerve that wasn't the main event. Let's go to the real main event, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. Uh,
2: mix, this is a mixed tag team match where it's. Tagged as a mixed tag team match. It is Paul E. Dangerously mm. and Arn Anderson, and Arn Anderson just has the nastiest scowl on his face, probably going, "Why am I even here?" Mm-hmm. And they're he is yeah. They are both taking on Rick Steiner and Missy Hyatt
0: in a, in a steel cage. In a steel cage. They're not going to take up the cage. This is going to happen in a steel cage. So um, I I have a fact. Yeah. You, you have a beneficial fact I have a beneficial fact you have a, you have a triggered fact it's not a triggered, but I have a beneficial fact may I say
1: it
2: or would yeah, you like would, to say no, it i I have nothing beneficial to say about this match
0: okay, fair enough so as as Missy Hyatt is and Rick Steiner's coming down, the hardliners which is Slater and Murdoch come out and grab her they look like train conductors yeah. slash janitors yeah, exactly, I don't know what, going, what their gimmick is, but they take her away and the the reason is in Baltimore, you are not like and this is this is legit, you are not allowed to have a man versus woman fight. Even though wrestling is fake, you're not allowed to have it. So they they promoted that this match was happening, and then I think they got to the arena and they're like, No no no, you can't you can't do this. So they had to come up with this to take Missy Hyatt out of the match without being like, Oh, we messed up, technically you're not supposed to have a woman face a man and that, yeah. And then in the process, a fan a fan a fan <laughs> tried to interject, and uh, uh, Dick Murdoch almost knocked his head off. Yep. Yeah. He, he like he legit tried. Yep. He, he went the cool potato. Yeah. I don't know why you would try to mess with the wrestler. Like I've seen so many videos of them just like well,
2: if I was that fan sitting there for the past two and a half hours, I would have that's consumed true. That, that much alcohol that, too. That.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, so the only round. There's also, Scott Steiner is not uh, not in this event anywhere because he tore his bicep at Clash of the Champions 15. And Ow. It was Flair? No, against um, they had the, the tag match for the I.W.G.P. Oh, tag Titles right. against the Japanese team like uh, Tenru and yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the other guy's name, but he he tore he tore his bicep, and then the hardliners came in to attack them after, and they were working on Scott Steiner's arm. Oh, and I don't think they knew that he had tore his bicep, so. That would
1: yeah, that yeah. Would, uh, so that's why that's
0: why Rick Steiner's on his own
1: with Missy um, Hyatt.
0: with Missy Hyatt. <laughs> uh, I cannot <laughs> believe I cannot believe this is
1: the main event. No, being that you watched Clash, was there any story that led to this? Did we see? Was it why like, Rick is with Missy and why she's well, even Missy's having it? a
0: rivalry at this point with Pauly dangerously. Look she ahead. had. Uh, did we see the? Um, did we see the the uh, arm wrestle between Maybe. the two of them? No. Did that that happen at Clash?
1: It happened at Clash. Okay.
0: So uh, this goes back a couple of Clashes ago. Uh, Pauly Dangerously has an arm wrestling match with Missy Hyatt. And no, it was actually done really well. Um Polly was, was getting ready and he's getting all angry because Missy's not like Missy's like, No no no, I'm not ready yet, I'm not ready yet, and she's kinda playing around and Polly gets in there and he puts his arm in the in the, the cubby or whatever it is and he's got his head down and Missy Hyatt takes off her jacket and she's got like cleavage like crazy amounts of cleavage and then she like leans in and as Polly looks up, all he sees is boob. And he gets distracted and Missy Hyatt puts his heart <laughs> down to win. Like it was done really well. It was yeah. it was goofy. It worked because Paul Lee sells it. He's like, oh, I wasn't ready and all this stuff. So that was pretty funny. And then at Clash of Champions 15, he does an interview with Jason Hervey, who's the who's the older brother on Wonder Years. Uh, I don't remember what his character's name was on Wonder Years. But Kate, like in, in Storyline, he's dating Missy Hyatt. That's what they keep on saying. And then Paul Lee attacks him with his phone and knocks him out. So Missy Hyatt's mad that, that he knocked out her uh, her boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, and the reason the reason the reason he knocked out Hervey was because um, Paulie asked him. He's like, "Well, you're on the Wonder Years. Did you buy a new car?" And he's like, "Yeah." Did you buy a new house? Yeah. He's like, "Did you buy a new clothes?" Yeah. And he's like, "Then why are you hanging out with such a used up piece of woman like Missy
1: Hyatt?" Yeah. That's me. He- <laughs> yeah. So like, so yeah. why wouldn't they... See, this is what I would have done. I would have had Rick Steiner and Jason Hervey. Yeah. Against Arn Anderson and Paulie Dangerously. Unless he couldn't... Unless that was the plan, Jason Hervey's contract wouldn't allow him to do it on, from the Wonder Years. So what they did was they put a Missy Hyde in when they legally couldn't do it. That's right. That makes sense. WCW. <laughs> <laughs> why Championship Wrestling? That's
0: right. Um, Have you set the finisher? yet? No, I haven't. This is all backstory for a two-minute match. <laughs> that was
2: all the backstory. That was all backstory. you talked about the match yet?
0: So, Good
2: Lord, our backstory Rick's, is
0: longer than the Rick match. Steiner hits uh, hits uh, Arn Anderson with a really nice Steiner really line.
1: Really pretty. And line.
0: and Arn sells it like he like death. He's, he's like he got shot. He's done. Yeah, he's done. And then Paulie tries to escape the cage, which is just hilarious.
1: Because it's also because you know, of his attire.
0: Yeah. How he's dressed. But I like, like, Paul Lee did what he could. And, he's then, great. and then Rick grabbed him, scoop slams him. Paul Lee gets up, takes a Steiner line. One, two, three. Rick Steiner wins. So Rick Steiner went, won a one on two handicap match in the main event. The only in under reason. Another three minutes. Yes, another three minutes. The only reason I could think they did this is because maybe they knew Luger going over was not the right way and maybe they figured oh my god we're doing such a bad job on this card we should send people home happy and seeing Polly Dangerously get steiner lined would make anybody happy so the only thing I can
1: figure we bumped it pretty good well, Yeah, so
0: they took this
2: big heap of crap of a pay per view and they lit it on fire
0: that's right, two thumbs down for it that and threw it a <laughs> So that was the Great American Bash, and now we're going to. This should be call the Great American Battle Movement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna unveil our perform our best and worst performers of the nights and our our pay per view score.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, my performer of the night is. It's kind of a tie between uh, Richard Morton and Robert Gibson because, well, they were literally the only two people on this card that actually had a good match. That's true. And so i got to give them props for that. I almost get to Nikita Koloff. Almost. He He was a very close second. Uh, My worst performer of the night is Jim Hurd, even though he actually wasn't physically in a match. A couple of reasons why. For allowing Ric Flair to walk away with the WCW World Title, not just giving back his deposit money, so you wouldn't have to have that heap of crap of a title to substitute for the big gold belt, and also for wanting to cut Ric Flair's hair and call him Spartacus.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. And
2: uh, what do you what do you guys have? Score. Oh, and my uh, over, overall score is uh, two and a half out of ten.
1: This was. Gone. For obvious reasons. <laughs>
2: for obvious reasons. For the past hour, we named the reasons. Now,
1: my best performers, I, same with you. I, I give it to Morton and Gibson because their match was the match of the night. Great story. the only good match. Exactly. Great story. Uh, worst performer was El Gigante, also known as John Gonzalez, <laughs> as per Jesse. Uh, my overall score is 3 out of 10. And, yeah, it's just all those toilet flushes sounds. Come on. Yep, Exactly. It's,
0: <laughs> alright my best performer I'm just giving it to Richard Morton because I like Gibson I know is a great face and he sells like a champ and I, I know that but I was impressed that Richard Mort- Morton could be such a good heel that, that's what impressed me the most it was unexpected I I, was un, I, I okay. didn't expect him to be a good heel and he did it well so I gave him the Very best professional the worst was Oz like my god is he awful at this point
1: we, we and I we flip flop we, we flip flop yeah. like really yeah, yeah.
0: um Awful And I gave it a 2.5 out of 10 uh, Awful pay-per-view not, not the worst we've ever reviewed There's Bunkhouse Stampede It's the second worst But it's like It's it's right there It's right there Thank you everyone for listening And please check us out on social media platforms Hashtag Squared Circle Rewind Also on YouTube Squared Circle Rewind Podcast We drop an episode within 24 Or we put it on there within 24 hours Uh, Hit that notification button, like, subscribe, do everything so you can always catch us. And uh, tune in on Wednesday, March 14th, when we fast forward to our next rewind, WWF SummerSlam 1991, where there is a match made in heaven, and there's also a match made in hell. Intriguing.